Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Just lift up your two hands. Forget anyone in the line of your sight right now. Look up to Jesus and give him praise and give him adoration. Worship him and adore him. The King of Kings is he. The Lord of Lords. The Lion of the tribe of Judah. The great I am. The one that was, that is, and is, is to come. The Lamb upon the throne. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We magnify your name. There is no one like you. There is no one like you. There will never be any like you. In Jesus' name we pray. He said to tell you, in all humility, that there's no single woman here tonight and that is part of this service across the internet world that will not have a testimony. In the name of Jesus! You are much stronger than you think. I labored over it for a while to know how to count the theme. And when finally I did, you know, I read engineering, and you don't need too much English to succeed in engineering. So I asked one or two people, is my English correct? Uh, they said, it sounds funny, Pastor. I said, but see, though I don't know much English, my English teacher, secondary school, read English. And he happened to be an Englishman. So I'm, tr- I'm very sure. Because he would correct my English then. And he say, if you really, if you already have stronger, and you want to still qualify stronger, you can't use, you, have, you can't use another comparative word. So he say, much stronger. So if you are speaking and you're not writing, then you can stress much, much stronger if you're speaking. So I knew I was right. So they came back and said, I think you are right. It sounds correct, but it just looks funny. I said, okay. And that's why, because that was the only way I could articulate what I was receiving for this service. You know, I was thinking of how to start but I think I should, yeah, okay, thank you, Jesus. You see, at the beginning of this year, the Lord gave me a scripture for the year, and uh, we've run with it as much as we can, um, and we're still trying. Usually, it's not because God is not speaking, it's because we forget. We get overwhelmed with activities, and then we forget the instructions that we have been given. The truth is, if God gives you a word, and you stand by that word, you get results. Come on. You, you heard all the testimonies. If God gives you a word, and you believe it, and you receive it, the only way it will not work for you is that you get overwhelmed or you get into many activities. So early in the year, he gave me that scripture. First of all, again, I want to say thank you very much for praying for me. What you see is the result of prayers. Taiwo's ability to pray. No, 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 your prayers. The result of your intercession for me. And I'm grateful. And God will reward you faithfully in Jesus' name. So he gave me Revelation chapter 3, verses 7, 8, and 9, as it were, for us. And uh, we have been dealing on that. So before I get into the heart of what I want to do today, he told me to say that to you. And what he treats is this. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right, so people know it. This says he, where is it now? This thing says he who is holy, he who is true, he who holds the keys of David, he who opens and no one shuts, 
and he who shuts and no one opens. So in other words, this is the person that is talking, hallelujah. And that's the way I've come to know my God. Do you go through trials? Of course, it's the living that goes through trials. But I know who has spoken. We know who has spoken. I know your works, verse 8. See, I have set before you an open door, which no man can shut. Your strength is small, but you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Verse 9. You see, those who belong to the church of or synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews and are not Jews, I will make them come to worship at your feet and to let them know that I love you. Okay. This is the prophecy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No, this is the prophecy. Can you stand up and take a partner? One person, not two, one person. You see, that person you're holding has a need. That person wants to be able to testify, like you've heard people testify. And regardless of what the situation may be in that person's life, even the, even the things in your life that you think the doors are shut forever, they'll be opened. In the name of Jesus. No, I'm not joking. That's why your testimonies will be earth shaking. In the name of Jesus. Yes, they will be. So you are just going to pray for that woman. Pray with your heart that the reason this woman has come today, Father, embarrass her with an answer. In the name of Jesus. Pray from your heart. In the name of Jesus. Watching the streaming of this service, I agree with you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whatever the problem in your life, whatever the needs, whatever the hindrance, the blood of Jesus will work for you. And I reverse it in the name of Jesus. You will have a testimony in the name of Jesus. He will prove himself in your situation. I mean Jesus will prove himself in your situation. Jesus will prove himself in your life in the name of Jesus. Pray for that person. Whatever it is in the name of Jesus, wherever the battle is raging, wherever despair or the divination or the sorcery is being cast, we frustrate and we destroy in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been impossible in your life, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, we reverse in the name of Jesus. Pray for that woman. Looking for divine intervention in some areas of their lives. Pray for that woman. In the name of Jesus, pray for that woman. Believe God for a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. We are all in agreement with you today. And in the name of Jesus, we turn the situation around. We turn it around in the name of Jesus. Even if it's after four days, four weeks, four months, four years, 40 years, there is coming a turn around in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. And this is the prophecy. Every door that God has shut tonight, they will never open again. Doors of affliction, doors of sickness, doors of fear, doors of failures, uh -uh. <laughs> doors of lack, insecurity. Those of sinful habits. Every bondage of the devil by the blood of the everlasting covenant and in the name of Jesus we break that hole forever. We shut that door in the name of Jesus. Your life will glorify God. Your light will shine in the name of Jesus. 
No man can open the door that God has shut. We open the doors of blessings. In the name of Jesus, the doors of favor, the doors of healing, the doors of peace, joy, the fear of God, the joy of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, your desires will be surpassed. God will surpass your desires. You will rejoice. The world will rejoice with you. In the name of Jesus, that door is open and no man can shut it. In the name of Jesus. The two main scriptures I've been looking at today is Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, I will read from verse 14. Amen. Ephesians 4. The Lord said to say somebody here that you've been hearing increase. You've been hearing of increase. Now you didn't come praying for increase. But he said to tell you, increase will follow you. The rest of your life. You have so much that it will be called a ministry. Many will through you get liberated in the name of Jesus. Yes. Ephesians 4 from verse 13. Ephesians 3 from verse 14. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart by heart through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ that passes human understanding that passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God verse 20 now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ever think or ask according to the power that works in you to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever Amen. Then the second scripture is 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. And it reads, You are of God, little children, and you have overcome them, because he who is in you, who is, in you is greater than he who is in the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, I wanted to just read a portion of some write-ups or reports from the UN, but I won't go into that because of my time. But just to let you know what the reports are saying, the UN, everything they do now in terms of crisis intervention and recovery, they are looking for credible women leadership. All the policies that they are coming up with now is centered around putting the women and the girls in the front, on the front burner of leadership. I mean, crisis intervention, epidemic, war, whatever. Because why? Because it has been discovered that if you really want to recover a bad situation, as far as humans are concerned, look for the women. But it's okay, we should understand that, because if you're a Christian, you should go back to the beginning. What's the beginning? I said, I will make for him a helper commensurate to his status. So the very reason or the very vision of the, making the woman was help her. And that's why no matter the devastation, when the woman is put on the scene, there will be a total recovery. Do you know we were looking at Ebola thing and they were in policies and care international of the UK was writing a paper and they said, look, the greatest mistake the world will make is to leave the women out of this. Because by and large, women are the worst sufferers of these things. They were the most affected. You know why? Because it's the woman that will quit her job and come and take care of some family members that is affected. It's the woman or the women in the community that will see orphans Children now made orphans by the same plague or war, and they will take them in and become parents to them. And so it's pretty easy if you are coming with any assistance, we are looking for a policy on how to bring about a recovery. Look for the women. That's what their composition is all about. That's the DNA of a woman. And so we're talking of leadership empathy. Look for the woman. 
look for the woman. And so it will be a mistake if you neglect the woman. That's, but that's not the reason I talk to women. I just find myself talking to women. I just like them. True, I do. But I'm a man. So you know I like myself too. So it's easy for me for that scripture to come to pass. Love your neighbor as yourself. You see? But to be able to explain myself, let me just, let's play with some scriptures, then I'll ask some questions. Some stories, you find it very interesting. John chapter 8, you find it very interesting. I want to begin to talk about this thing. John chapter 8. I want, please listen attentively, because if I ask you the question, if you don't listen, you won't be able to answer. The beginning of John chapter 8 was when they brought a woman caught in adultery. And then the, verse 3, then the scribe and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery, and when they had set her in the midst, then they said to him, teacher, they said to Jesus, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Nowadays you accuse people of adultery, but you didn't really see them. So, and to every intent, you are probably telling a lie. It's just a suspicion that this woman was caught. Verse 5, now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. Uh-huh. But what do you say? And of course, you know what happened? He started writing on the ground. And by the time he looked up, they had gone. Everyone had dropped the stone. They, 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 they armed themselves with to stone her to death. They started dropping them and they started walking away. And by the time he looked up, he said, where are your accusers? And she said, they are gone. He said, I'm not accusing you either. Go and sin no more. Okay. Because you no, know, he asked them the question, he who is without a sin, let him cast the first stone. They started writing and that was it, they were gone. That means that they were guilty of it. The woman in adultery, unlike today, the woman in adultery could have committed adultery with a woman. The world has changed. But God has gone ahead. Oh, yes. So, very likely, it was one of their brothers or one of their members, one of their sects. But they will leave that one out and then they brought the woman. You know the story. 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. Then the Pharisees said to him in verse 13, You bear witness of yourself. Your witness is not true. Jesus answered and said to them, Even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true, for I know where I came from and where I am going. I know where I came from, I know where I'm going. So my witness is true. But you do not know where, where I come from and where I am going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Jesus was telling them. Okay. Uh, verse 19. Then they said to him, Where is your father? Jesus answered, You neither know me nor my father. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. Okay. These words Jesus spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no one laid hands on him, for his hour had not yet come. I'm going somewhere. Please follow me closely. Then Jesus said to them again, I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. So the Jews said, will he kill himself? Because he says, where I go, you cannot come. And he said to them, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins. And if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Then they said to him, I hope you understand now that he was like, ah, me, you too, and you, me too, you. That was what was going on. Please follow me closely. Then they said to him, who are you? Ah, look at this man. And we've been talking and been talking. By the way, who are you? That was the situation. Okay. And Jesus said to them, just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. Okay. I have many things to say to, I mean, and to judge concerning you. But he who sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They did not understand that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of you know, 
Then verse 30, and he spoke these words, and many believed. 31, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, you know, he went on, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Jump with me quickly to 48. In verse 48, then the Jews answered and said to him, do we not, do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and that you have a demon? That was what they said. This man decrees. That was what they were saying. Then Jesus said, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. 52. Then the Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Now this is, there's no mistake. This one has gone mad. That was what they were saying. Uh, you know, Abraham is dead and the prophets, and you say, If anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste dead. Are you greater than our father Abraham who is dead and the prophets who are dead? Who do you make yourself out to be? There was a big issue going on here. Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me, you know. Then look at 57. Then the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old. And have you seen Abraham? Then Jesus said to them, most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was. Hey, wait, 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 wait. It didn't say before Abraham was, I was. Before the Abraham that you have, I am. I am before he was. I am now. I will be am. I'm, 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 I am tomorrow, not I'll be. But this, this is where I'm going. Before I conclude, let me show you another one. This is with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, with the Jews. A lot of argument. In Luke, I think, chapter 3, there about, or chapter 4, when Jesus came and was baptized, follow me closely. I'm about to finish this one because if you get this, you get it right straight away. And this is what happened. Heaven's opened and God said, This is my beloved son, a woman well pleased. Yep, yep. One person said, You are my beloved son, a woman well pleased. And the Bible said, Everybody there heard. And then he came out of the water. And the Bible said, He was led of the Spirit. Come on. God spoke to God the Son. And God, the spirit, now accompany him. Ah, the devil is rude. I'm very daring. See the three in the Godhead, and the devil still tried. You know what he did? He went after him into the wilderness. You know what he said? If you are the son of God. Now, let me ask my question. What has been going on here? We saw men, and we saw the devil. What was the major issue, the bone of contention with Jesus? Somebody tell me. Thank you, his identity. He knew who he was, and they fought him to the nail. That's not who you are. You can't be. He said, I, I know myself. You are a liar. I'm not a liar. You are mad. I'm not mad. You have demon. I don't have demon. And when God said, this is my soul, the devil came and said, if you are the soul. Can I be frank with you? If I can confuse you in your identity, I can hold you captive. I can turn you to my slave. If I can confuse you in your identity, if I can get you to forget who you are, I will get you to do what you are not supposed to do. I'll get you to think the way you're not supposed to think. I'll get you to go where you're not supposed to go. Hear this report. A pastor was preaching and he quoted it. His name is um, Rick Ezel. I need to credit him because I'm quoting him. He said, why? The whole world is hearing me. He's probably hearing me. This is what I want to quote. A multitude of studies in the last 40 years indicate that we, that the way we see ourselves determines to a large degree the way we act and react in life. That's why the devil will fight with a nail to make you think you are not who you are. In fact, that's what he does. That one's self-perception that will determine your self-worth and self-esteem tend to be governed by your identity who you are. If we see ourselves as a loser, we end up to a large degree acting like a loser. Though we are not. But then, that's what 
the impression we're going to give our world. If we see ourselves as a victim, then you will think like a victim, talk like a victim, act like a victim everywhere you go. If we see ourselves as uncreative, we'll never come up with any creative ideas. If we see ourselves as a piece of junk, we begin to think that we are garbage. If we see ourselves as successful, even when we are blatant failures, then everything successful will be working towards us. Our beliefs about ourselves determine our behavior. And that's the much I want to take there. Why are you saying that? I'm coming to tell you in a minute. By now you should know, because I want to tell you who you are. That's why I've called you to come tonight. Here's the story of this woman. Her name is Sojourner Truth. She was an African-American, an abolitionist, and women's rights activist, Sojourner Truth. Truth was born into slavery in Swatkir, Ulster County. Now they are making it sweet. That means that Truth's mother and father were slaves. The grandmother and grandfather were slaves. Her great 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 grandfather, slave, was from the generation of slaves. And now she's, she was a slave. Uh, she was born in Ulster country in 1920, sorry, 1826. After going to court to recover her son, 1826 in New York, but escaped with her infant daughter to freedom. She escaped in 1826. Just hear her story. She just thought, I, I have had enough of this. What was she thinking? thinking? Where were you? Your mother didn't try. Your great-grandmother, probably they tried the field. What makes you think? But she took her daughter and she ran. So after she ran, whatever got into her was still driving her. She now went to court to go and fight to get her son from where she left him. And she won. So after going to court and, and winning the case for her son in 1828, she became the first black woman to win such a case against a white man in history. She gave herself the name Sojourner. Truth, in 1843, after she became convinced here that God had called her to leave the city and go into the countryside testifying the hope that was in her. So this, this got me. So now I know what made her decided to take that first step that no woman in her history had ever taken. She said, God, something about God convinced me I'm not supposed to be a slave. She said it. She gave herself the name Sojourner in 1843 after she became convinced that God had called her to leave the city and go into the countryside, testifying the hope that was in her. During the Civil War, Truth helped recruit black troops for the Union Army, contributing immensely to the war effort to free slaves. In 2014, Truth was included in Smithsonian magazines or list of the 100 most significant Americans of all time. She could have remained where she was, but she refused. She took the first, the final step to change her circumstances, and she made history. Not just for herself, but for many black women after her. See, the truth is this. If she didn't take that step, she would never have known that she was that strong. She would have died like most of our other colleagues. Many died there. So until you make, take the first step, you will never know what you can do. Then I'm reminded of the stories in the Bible. All her life was a prostitute. Until the spies came to spy her city in Jericho. Her name was Rahab. And when she saw the way things were going, she became their friends. And she struck a deal. 
Please promise me that you will spare me and my father's household. I'm sure that family had a lot of men. And God had written that this set of women or these people should never mix with the children of promise. Never. And this woman did not just find herself amongst them. She became prominent amongst them. See, the thing is this. If you have this kind of drive in you, you will come from the back burner. Not just to the front burner, you will lead the pack. Because even those you meet there will remain where they have been. What is driving you will continue to drive you on. So I want to say to someone here in the name of Jesus, by the time we finish telling you who you are, your journey upward begins. In the name of Jesus, and it will never stop again. Did you get what I'm saying? She was a slave. But when she got to know that she wasn't supposed to be there, she was so convinced that she changed her name. I'm a sojourner here. She gave her surname as truth because the truth is I'm not a slave. I will never believe this lie again in my life. And so I don't belong here. I'm a sojourner. I'm sure somebody is saying to her situation in the name of Jesus that now I know who I am or I'm beginning to know who I am. I don't belong to this place. When I say this place, no, no, you should belong to where the children of God are. But whatever is holding you down, whatever you have been told, you can never escape from. Whatever you have been told, whatever you have been told, that nobody has ever escaped this. Nobody has ever overcome this. But the Bible is, I mean, has made it clear to me, and I want to let you know, that he whom the Son has set free. So it's either the Bible is a liar, it's either the Holy Ghost is a liar, or your situation is a liar. So, having said this much, do you know that the whole of the book of Ephesians is simply letting you know who you are and what you have. That's all. In Christ Jesus. That's all. And for me, that's the most fundamental book in the Bible. What I said I would say, I want to say it now. Can I advise you? Please, do me a favor. Go and study the book of Ephesians. Study it. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you. Can I assure you, before you get through to the end, your position would have changed. In the name of Jesus. Believe you me, your situation would have changed. In the name of Jesus. Slaves will become masters. In the name of Jesus. Believe you me, whether it is sin or sickness or... Of fear, whatever it is, of failure, something will change. So, like the whole of that book, it tells you, for example, verse 3 Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed I all. Hmm? Blessed be God and, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed I all. And the day you say that to yourself, and you say it again, and you say it again, and you turn it into prayer, and you say it, and you're going to bed, and you say it, the devil will tap you on your shoulder. Ah, what blessing are you talking about? Because you'll be disturbing something. You know why? Because that's the truth about your life. That's something that has been settled forever. But that's something that the devil tries to hide you from or hide from you, if possible, for your whole lifetime. And when you begin to know that, you disturb a lot of things. I'll tell you a story quickly. We lived in an estate somewhere in Lagos. Myself and my late wife then, Tolu, and the children were small. And we didn't know how to do anything other than, in terms of power and security, other than pray. So, I think usually it's between eight and nine. And so we just shut down the television and then we open our Bibles and for one hour we share the Bible and we pray. Time will be by the children. And then friends in the estate will join us at the time. And so we'll pray and we'll pray and we'll pray. That's all. One hour and we'll enjoy ourselves. Then I had a revelation one day in my sleep. I found myself in this territory 
We just parked to the estate. And I saw hills and plains and valleys. And I was just walking around and I was looking at the old place. Look kind of dry and not too much to write about in the vision. And uh, I would see what was wrong, like uh, garbage in the wrong place, and I'd fling it where it should be. And I'd walk, well, I mean, why would people be able to? I was kind of putting, doing the right thing. Then in this in the vision, I had a voice. And sounded like, you know, one of these guys in the park. Said, Get and I, like, I was like, who am I disturbing? So since you came here, you've been scattering everything. I said, scatter what? I said, why should you put this? Is this the right place to put it? What I was seeing in the vision. Then I woke up. Then I prayed. I told my wife we prayed. It didn't take one week. People in the estate started coming to us that we were disturbing the estate. In the physical. And they will gather, they say, the estate meeting want to see me. I say, why? I say, you are making too much noise. I say, what noise? We don't make noise. We even cast the same. We just talk. When we pray, we are very low in volume. What's the problem? Then when I saw that they meant it, they sent a delegation of three women to me. I told them, I said, sit down, ma. And they sat down. I said, ma, I'm a young man with a young family. I don't know your source of power, but this was what my parents taught me. This is my source of power. What I do that disturbs you. I'm mindful of the fact that I have neighbors. Nobody has ever heard me pray. You probably heard me in the, you hear me in the night when I'm angry with something. I say, in the name of Jesus, that's all. But eight to nine, no, you don't hear me. So if you are complaining about that, I'm sorry. You can come stay by a window when we're praying. You won't hear our voices. But you, we will not stop praying. I'm sorry. You know what? They wanted to, they were attacking my identity. They wanted me to drop what I believe. What followed? My testimony. We had a baby, first one. And we had a house girl. I've shared with some more. Some I've heard before. Small girl, small girl. Probably looked like a teenager to me then. You know, most of the time they're older than that, but they look small. But it looked to me like a teenager. Her name was Comfort. She didn't comfort us. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost showed her. And every night, the baby will cry from night to morning. And I will jump up sometimes. I will say to my wife, I say, ah, I saw somebody using like brooms to beat the girl in the head. So what do you say? I say, I saw it. I say, how do you see things this way? I say, I don't know. I say, so let's pray. We'll pray. At the time, my granny will come and say, ah, are you guys trying to sh- prove that you are a civilized couple? You are refusing to breastfeed and the baby is crying. I say, no, granny. It wasn't like we are not breastfeeding. Something is disturbing us. She said, what is disturbing you? Then I got to the stage, I told my wife, I said, you know what? My late wife, sorry. My wife, she said. I said, see, leave the baby court. Bring this baby to sleep in between us. Let's see whether she will not sleep. Of course, she started sleeping. Now, that's what all babies want. I know you say that, but that wasn't our case. Now, from the day she came from the hospital, Nepa took light. <laughs> and for 25 days and 25 nights, it didn't blink. Uh-huh. But I was trying, we both set assignments for ourselves. We wanted to know more of Jesus Christ. We were studying from the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We read it through about three times. So I was trying to catch up. So I put on the candle, and I, she had gone to sleep because she was exhausted with the baby. And Granny was in her room sleeping. So I put on the candle, and I was praying. I mean, I was reading. Because the candle was by me, and it was dark, you don't see. I just heard by the window, which was opened. I heard, <laughs> like that. I was not dreaming. I was awake. I was reading. So I looked. Of course, I won't say anything. It was all dark. 
I said, ah, who could be clapping there? Ah, in my, in my company. Well, I don't know in the company. Who is clapping by the window at this time? Ah, what's wrong? And I heard the Holy Ghost like you're hearing me. Strange, isn't it? I'm trying to tell you who you are. Follow me closely. He said, it's a bird. It's been there watching you for a while. And now, you turned and what you read, sparked light and it's scared and it's flying away. To be honest with you, my head went, I was scared. And the same voice came back to me, said, at this point, you speak. But I was afraid that that won't help you. I told you, is it because you now know what when you didn't know? I told you so you can speak. God will not come down to speak for you. So even if it's that physical and that occultic, speak, how much less? I'm feeling an exam. My husband is not happy with me. Speak. All the Bible scriptures I know and the ones I've been reading disappeared. But I remember what I said. I said, ha, is the last you are going to fly in the name of Jesus. And that released me. That released me, ladies. I would have been frozen with fear there. And with that, I got released and I got up. Then I went to the room, tapped on the door. Say, hey, Bim, see what I just experienced. Ah, say, strange, you know. The baby was sleeping by her side. Say, hey. Say, yes. So I was trying to get a meaning to that. But not up to a week after that. We had a visitor. She was quite gifted. Was gisting with us, gisting with us, a minister. And right there when we were talking, hello, sir. Hello, ma. I fell into trap. She was talking and we were gisting. And saying what God has done, what God has done. Real life, please wake up. Ladies, we are in an era now where the gift of the Spirit is in operation. To lack sensitivity to the Holy Ghost is suicidal. Hear me well. If you were in the morning service, you will agree with me what I'm saying. If you were in the all night, it was, uh uh-oh. It's no more Christianity like before. It's no more routine anymore. Uh, can, I, can I encourage you? It's beyond, let Pastor Tao just say, Shalababa, prosper. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Your, your husband, Amen. It's gone beyond that. Life will work for you, but you have to sustain it yourself. If we don't train you to become matured, we are, we, look, we are creating problems for your future. It's high time pastors and prophets and apostles and teachers know that there's a place for teaching the world. Nobody gives back to a child and expect the child to still, be a, to still be a toddler or behave like an infant at age 17. That's an imbecile. Christianity, there are babes and there are matured Christians in Christianity. We grow to maturity. Uh-huh. So why this story? I wasn't the pastor this time when all these things were happening. I was not the pastor. I was a Christian. Has this stopped? No. Pastor, don't we tell you that? I say, you your own Christian to me, I don't understand you. Every time you see, 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 you just wake up, see, see, see. I say, eh, I don't know. I'm not saying you should be seeing, seeing, seeing. You just may be hearing, hearing, hearing. But whether you see or hear, make sure that it's in line with the word of God. Don't go and start seeing that your grandmother is a witch, your mother-in-law is a witch, your grandmother. That one is rubbish and lie. That's divide and rule. The way we see and the way we hear, they, they, they see. They agree with the word of God. They follow the principles of love. Deliverance. Blessing. Although they expose the devils. Anyway, 
And so I fell into a trance right there, right there. We were, we were just chasing, and I was boom. And I saw me in my Passat driving, and it was Ikorodu Road. I had gone beyond Maryland. I was driving towards Ojota because we were living in Oba. And all of a sudden, a truck appeared in front of me, right in the fast lane, which I didn't see. And I, there and then, I said to me, they said, wow, it will only take God. This can only take God. And I went on my break. Somehow, bumper to bumper, it stopped. Then I woke up. I said, I was asking myself, I don't understand. And I was giving an interpretation. Your spiritual life is running too fast. Slow down. It was a lie. So I started praying in tongues, praying in tongues. Then I shared it with them. I prayed in tongues and we left it. But when the lady was going, I said, I think I'm going to pray with this house girl tonight. I said it. And she said, you had better done that quickly. That was the message I visited. And she left. But by that evening, the day before, they brought light for the first time. Or that same day. But I was going for the full gospel business fellowship executive meeting. We just started in Lagos. So I hadn't gone out the whole morning, so I was cleaning the car. Then I go take my bath and jump into the car. A big rain just started, sorry, my front tire just started deflating. I've not moved this car. Why didn't it go down since yesterday? Why is it all deflating now? I brought out my jack. I said, was I jacking? I wanted to fix it. The back tire went, real life. And I was like, what am I? Okay, I'll jack this one, put blocks, and then bring it here. Then my house girl, our house lady, or our helper, will come. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Ekushe. Ekushe. I said, lead me. So I was still battling, battling, battling. Heavy downpour. I ran inside. My little wife said, maybe God doesn't want to go. I said, why would God not want me to go for his meeting? But when the rain got too much, I left the car there. And I was praying that I do not collapse under the block. My granny was holding the baby. The girl was sitting down on the floor, back to the wall. The member and I heard each other, and then we came in. That was the whole family. As soon as we entered, I said, look at this girl is growing. In three months' time, whoo! And I heard, he's saying, girl, in three months' time, the girl that she, they would have killed at the time before God and man. And I said, whose girl are you killing? I'm talking about my daughter. Then the Holy Ghost said, what you just heard is the exact thoughts in the heart and the mind of your house girl. The Holy Ghost read thoughts. I said, I, I, said, I can't accuse her because it's not an exact science. He said, okay, repeat it again. Only me and God. I repeated it. She said the same thing. I heard it and I saw it again. I said, but how can I? I said, okay, right, take a step now. Physical, not dream. He said, well, pull her by the hand. So I went to her and I said, oh my God. <laughs> my guy said, what's happening? I started laughing. I said, my worry. Don't worry. I said, come. So I took her. Then my little wife ran after me. I took her to the steel room, away from them. By the time I got there, she was on her knees. At that time, I knew what my problem was. You know, the question I asked her, who are you? And she answered me. And she was in this posture. She will not answer me until she has said that. Every time I ask her a question, she wasn't a human being, she was a spirit. She was addressing human. Said they have told her not to come. But some people are sure that you have to be in there to carry out your dream, their dream. I said, now go back and tell them that it's a failure in the name of Jesus. Jesus asked them, who do men say that I am? You know the rest of the story. So now hear me. In Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 15, Paul says something. After saying all this, remember you are blessed, remember you are chosen before the foundations of the earth? Come on, you are chosen to be blameless and holy in him. Come on, is somebody hearing me? Remember that you are lost as sinners, but 
out of his, because of his great love, which, with which he has loved you, chapter 2 now, verse 5, uh, he extended his message towards you. And then he quickened you and raised you up, raised you up with him. And you are seated with him in the heavenly places. Hello, is somebody hearing me? Remember, you were sinners before. You were without God in this world. Hello? You were a stranger from the covenant of promise. Yeah? Remember? But now, because of the blood of Jesus, you who were far off had now been brought near. Are you hearing me? You are now a covenant child of God by blood. And now, positionally, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. You are heir to the throne of God and joint ears with him. Please hear me. Now, Paul now began to pray that prayer. He said, I mean, so I prayed that God will grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and his knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened. Why? So that you may know who you are and what you have. I know a lot of people can quote it, but I want you back to go and study it prayerfully. I beg you in the name of Jesus. You will not need another prayer before things will begin to turn around for you in the name of Jesus. There's nothing like knowing who you are. If we observe where I read from John, he said, ah. he said, you are from here, I'm from above. I know who I am. You don't know who you are. My prayer is that from today, in the name of Jesus, you begin to know who you are. When you know who you are, you will reject where you don't belong to. Yes, in the name of Jesus, you will reject it. You say, how, how does that happen? There is no magic about it. It is the spirit of God in the heart of a man. And God didn't choose some people to give it to. By the time he finished praying that prayer, he said that you will know the extent of his power towards you. And the word he used there, nothing can compare with that power anywhere, anytime, in eternity. Nothing. That's the kind of power he released towards you. It's available to you. I say it's available to you. It is available to you. It is available to you. It is yours. You have the power. That's why Paul said, let your eyes open. You will know what you have. Know what you have. Know who you are. That's chapter one. In chapter three, another prayer. It's not for knowledge. Is the prayer of participation. So we can actually begin to get into who you are. Now God will grant unto you to be strengthened with might. Hear that? In your inner man, by his spirit. How? According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It's not out of his riches in glory. It's according to his riches in glory. See, see, see. If today I want to give Bola some money, I'm, I'm grateful to God. I'm very blessed. I can just look at it and money that won't mean anything to me. <laughs> but I will give you 200,000. <laughs> but Dan could take and say, I'll give you 2 million. You can say, I'll give 200 million. It's according to your wealth. God has strengthened you according to his riches in glory. Where? In your inner man. I was telling them in church today. I said, you know what that means? That's some level of intimacy. He only stayed with David and see what David became. But with you and I, it's not just with us, it's in us. And it's according to his riches in glory. He said, you know what Paul is saying there? That as you face circumstances of life, you will bring out who you are from the inside to the fore. As you face circumstances of life, you will prove this is who I am. Because this is who you are. Even though you carry on like you are not, I feel the fire. What you have been fighting for years, I feel it. I feel, ah, this Jesus, I can feel it. Receive in the name of Jesus all over the hall. There's an anointing in the house right now. Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? I say receive in the name of Jesus. Earth shaking testimonies. What? Even your enemies will know that man can do it. Even if you try to praise a man and say he's a man, they will tell you, say, you don't know who did it. That's the kind of testimony that's coming your way. 
In the name of Jesus. Wait, let her come, let her come, let her come. You see what I'm saying? It says that you be that God will grant will grant you to be strengthened with might in your inner man by his spirit. In your inner man. And everyone that is born again has Uh, yes, your okay, case, so I'm back to it. I can feel it. You fought it all your life. I shall wear any shoulder. The blood of Jesus. Where? Yes, where? You know what he told us? He said, I'm going to be moving away that people will see angels. People will not only see demons, they will see Jesus. People will discern the presence of the Holy Ghost. And by yesterday night, I was preparing. My phone started ringing. I said, ah. I said, ah, why? You don't ring? He said, it's my daughter in the primary school. He said, yeah, she had a revelation. She came to my room and started knocking. He said, let, him, let her tell you. He said, I saw shaking everywhere. Then the ground was breaking. And I was scared. Then all of a sudden, I saw Jesus standing by me. I said, was your daughter there on Friday night? She was in school, boarding house. And when God will confirm the word, he went to the children's church. Can you see the times we are in? Ladies and gentlemen, it is Jesus. He can use anybody. But let it be Jesus that is your focus. Strengthen with might in your inner man. I was trying to explain it in, the, in, in church in the morning. That, and that's what, that's what informed our second scripture. First John 4, 4. You are of God. You know why? Because he says, First Corinthians 3, 16. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost that dwells inside of you? First Corinthians 6, I think 19. He said, don't you know your body is the temple? And there he was even warning us. He said, don't mess around with with." Sin, how can my temple? And that got to me. Do you know that uh, 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 in, the, in the wilderness, when his presence would become tangible, it was an ark. And when they would go to war, once the ark is there, victory. When they would cross Jordan, the priest carrying the ark, the moment their foot stepped, the water fled. No devil stands the presence of God. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Know it! And see trouble for the devil. But by the time they had gone beyond that, you know what happened? It was now in the synagogue in Shiloh. All miracles. That was where Anna went to. Then later it was the temple in Jerusalem, the Holy of Holies. If the ark, that's why when I come near, that's why sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll just say something casually, but because the Holy Ghost say, Ah, my boy, I heard you, that's it. You've made it good. It's the Holy Ghost. Now it's my body. It's inside of me. It's inside of you. Can you see who you are? Can you see who you are? Now, the failure, the, 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 the incessant failures of the past are not strong enough to define your future anymore. The abuse of yesteryears, where you have been holding on, they abuse me. Hey, all things are passing away! Pastor, is a situation in my home. My great grandparent, my grandparent, uh-huh, uh, thank God you are not your great grandparent. You are you. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. So, anywhere you go now, conscious of this, victory. Do you believe it? And do you know how you activate it? What you say. Faith speaks. Somebody explain this scripture. You know what it says? Like I said, it said, let me read it directly. 
Yes, Winbaba Win explains that this Greek word means made mighty. I'm not using all. The idea that then is that you are to get what is on the inside of you to the outside so that you might be shown to be strong. It's there. You know, paraphrase it. He said, this is what Paul actually was saying, paraphrased. I want that which is inside of you to get on the outside of you. And he tried to explain. He said, look for an example in the Bible. He said, it was like David, though that's in the Old Testament, and Ziklag. He said, what happened to David? By the time they came from the war, they have sacked the place, they have taken his wife, they have taken the home, sacked everything, and he was gone. So his men were now discouraged. That, look, everywhere you could trouble David, what's wrong with you? Then they picked stones to, to stone him. They said the men cried until they could not cry. They had no more strength to cry. And they wanted to stone David. At that point, David had to find a way out. What did he do? He said, David encouraged himself in the Lord. If David could encourage himself by the Spirit on him, how much more you by the Spirit in you? And how did he do it? He got to the, he got to the, the, the and the two men. He started worshipping God. Then he said, shall I pursue them? And if I pursue, will I overtake? He said, pursue. You will overtake. You will recover all. He did. Somebody's about to recover all. A nation is waiting for you. It's your turn. I can continue, but I want to stop. Shall we rise? Holy Ghost, help me now. In the name of Jesus, you told me you are touching everybody on the internet and in this arena. By your spirit, Father, move. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yes, top deck, right at the back. Let the wave of this move, Holy Spirit. Yes, across the hall, across the hall, across the hall. Every healing, every healing, every healing of every disease in the name of Jesus. Every demonic attack we upset right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Every fear, every failure, we say cease in the name of Jesus. Huh? Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of. Je- Hey, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Some are believing God for wisdom. Some are believing God for, aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. Somebody said that I just need to be more patient. Somebody said I just need to be more loving. Whatever it is, the wind is blowing. Receive in the name of Jesus. 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 Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name. Flow by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Receive your miracle. Receive your breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, God is powerful enough. I say receive. In the name of Jesus. I have one more prayer. Whatever ground the devil thought he has taken in your life, men don't believe that things can turn around again. But that's where our Jesus is different. It's not a man that he should lie. So whatever ground the devil has taken, whatever thing is so, is so destroyed that you think there is no repair in again, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be they physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, marital, I reverse the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you honor. In the name of Jesus. Everything you need for life and godliness has been provided. You are much stronger than you think. Encourage yourself by the Spirit of God inside of you. And watch the world bow at your feet. 
Happy giving praise, 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 giving praise. Come back with your babies. Come back with your husbands. Come back to with your healings. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural provision. For so many, supernatural provision. Particularly in the, in, in the area of shelters. In the name of Jesus. Within the first quarter of next year, there will be the first one for next year. There is more. Oh, I feel the fire. You know what God told me? He said, You are saying next year. Say somebody's testimony is tonight. In the name of Jesus. Please do me a favor. Study the prayers of Paul, particularly in the book of Ephesians. Study it for yourself. I beg you. You have tremendous power. Not comparable with anything on earth. Wealth, strength, power, rich, favor, comparable with nothing at your disposal. I'm sure I will know you when I see you next time. Because something different would have happened. If you believe you got something here tonight, let me hear a big shout of hallelujah. If you are certain you are coming back with your testimony, shout hallelujah! We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Wudukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukeju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.